Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. We're going to go to our Oilers Now headliner today for Will Hawk Beef Jerky. Trent Will Hawk and Will Hawk Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Will Hawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. As we welcome back to the show from the Sports Corporation, he's one of the uh, biggest agents in the business, and he's based here at Edmonton. We welcome back uh, from Nashville, Jerry Johansson. Hello, Jerry. How you doing? I'm good, Bob. How are you? Good. We just had Frank Saravalli on the show from Daily Faceoff, and he reported that it looks like Carson Suse is going to be going to the market. Well, I don't know how these guys find this out. They're pretty smart guys. But, yeah, I, I, I got a feeling that he probably will. I mean, we're here now, so Seattle could always come to us and have a conversation, but I got a sense he probably will end up there. All right. Uh, so here's the deal. Uh, speaking of Carson, we're going to Irma. Is that right? Next week? Late next week? We are, dude, we're going to Irma for a golf tournament. It's going to be the best time ever, so yeah. be ready. All right. Yeah, uh, great I play, people. Yeah, I played against Carson's dad. Way back when, a long time yeah. ago. He's in better shape than I am, though, these days, Jerry. Well, he's in better shape than anyone I know. That guy's a machine. So, Hunter, for that good jeans in him, I think the water, something in the water. Something in the water. There we yeah. go. Jerry, what's the, uh, now, how many how many kids does the sports, because last year you had some of the top kids in the draft at last year's draft, right? We did, yeah. We had a really good year. We had, like, five of the top 15, which doesn't happen all that often. And uh, this year we have a really good draft, too. We probably have, you know, two or three first-rounders, and probably six of our kids will go in the top two rounds, I'd say. So, right in there. Who are the uh, – because you, you had Slavkovsky last year. He ended up going number one. Who do you uh, who do you got that's a potential first-rounder for our listeners uh, maybe to keep their ears perked up for? Well, I think I think uh, Sam Honzik played – he's a Czech guy, played a kid that played in uh, Vancouver, and Braden Yeager from Moose Jaw, and Lucas Dragasivic played in Tri, really good defenseman, and – we got like Kalen Lind and Cohen Zemer, hmm. Alberta boy. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah and then uh, a Uri Plakarik, who's a little bit of a, a late bloomer in terms of the attention he's been getting. So he's been coming strong here. So, you know, and then we have other kids too, as you know, there's a lot of value late in the draft. So there's a lot of, you know, guys that'll be selected later that we'll know in five years, but they're for sure is going to be a player there. Well, if the Otters hold their second pick, I have a feeling that the guy like Zemer Lean might make sense for Edmonton in that range. Uh, you know, yeah, Zemer can score more. Lean's got a little bit more bite to his game, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. They're just both really competitive and just super kids. And, yeah, either one would be great. They're, yeah, Zemer's a little more polished around the net, but Lynn plays with jam. So does Zemer. So they're both, I mean, it's a coin toss. They're both awesome. Jerry, tell me this. How has the draft changed the combine and that sort of thing over the last 15 years? How much prep time is takes place with the sports corporation getting the kids ready? Do you, do, do you know, do you sort of work with them in the interview process when they're meeting with the teams? Uh, you know, how has this sort of evolved for you guys? combine i've always told the kids just be yourself there's no right answer or wrong answer just be natural you don't want to go in there too scripted you know i think the biggest thing and our, our guys are awesome at it but just the social media stuff and we talk to our kids when they're younger than this that just to be really careful because you know your phone is not your friend you know you just have to be careful what you say what you like you know and that wasn't the case 15 years ago no one cared and now you know, scouts are doing due diligence. They're digging a little deeper, and you know, but the kids are savvy. They're 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 bright young guys. You guys got a lot of goaltenders in the sports corporation, eh? 
How like like I'm just I'm, I mean yeah, Carey Price obviously at this stage in his career is you got Merzlikins you got Morazic you got Georgiev you got Dreger uh, uh, Vanacek I mean uh, Phoenix Copley who signed with LA Aiden Hill you've got him um, yeah. how, is there is there something you know why I'd like to know why I'll tell you exactly why because I when I was a kid I was such a bad defenseman but I think I have like guilty conscience about how terrible I was. So I try harder for the goalies because I didn't do it when I was a kid. I think that's what it is. I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure. So I was the guy that after they scored on the three to third rebound would go, you got to have that one too, man. Like, I realized. Yeah, that was yours. So, but, but, you know, you had a situation here with Aiden Hill. It's quite the story this year because you put him in Vegas. They had so many injuries. They had five guys win games in the regular season, and he hit the home run, didn't he? I mean, as, by the way, has that thing been officially announced from uh, Vegas yet with Aiden? I don't think it is. It's really close, so it should be here any day. But, yeah, it's, it's you know, it's crazy. But that's our business. Like, I'm, I'm here at the awards with Braden Point. Another story, but Aiden Hill, he, you know, one of the tricks in our business for the kids is just you got to hang in there till your opportunity comes, and it's really hard, you know. And Aiden did a great job of that, you know. Braden Point never stopped, and all of a sudden, boom, you know. So it's just a matter. It's competitive. It's hard. It's a really high bar, but you just got to keep grinding her, and then all, you know, one day you get your chance, and you got to be ready. Is there can an agency do better if they're less adversarial with NHL organizations? Like okay, like there's some guys out there uh, that are a little bit more abrasive uh, than maybe you are, Jerry. So, uh, from your perspective, uh, does the squeaky wheel get the oil, or is there a methodology to maybe being a little bit easier and less confrontational? Well, I think it sort of goes to your personality. Like, I actually really like dealing with the hockey guys. Like, I have a lot of respect for them. And, you know, so I know they're, they have a tough job. They're trying to do their best. And I think if you start with that, you know, you're, you get on the same page quicker. You know, I, I just sort of the way we've done it. And, uh, you know, and I got Manny DeSouza and Scott Bonner that are just huge parts of our company. But I just found it, I, I enjoy it. So I like talking to these guys. And we might disagree, but I think if you have a sort of, you can develop some common ground, you get to the end game much quicker and much better. And at the end of the day, it's a player's deal. It's not my deal. So, you know, you're sort of, got to make sure that your player can walk in that dressing room with his head held high. So Hill likely to get something, you know, it's been reported already, $4.9 million with Vegas uh, to get confirmed here shortly by the uh, Golden Knights organization. One of the guys that you do have, and Carson Suse probably going out to the market here, another guy that is going out to the market is Milan Lucic. Uh, obviously, if Luch is heading off to the World Championship, he has a desire to keep playing. Do you envision you'll have any difficulty getting him a job this year? No, I don't think so. Milan, he just isn't that part of his crew. He's so excited right now, as are we. You know, it's not about money. It's about playing and it's about opportunity. And we've had quite a few calls on him. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. We're not close to sort of locking anything up, but we're getting close. And, uh, yeah, I'm really excited for Milan. He's had a great career, and I think this is a, a really cool next stage for him. You guys have Carter Savoy of the Oilers organization. Uh, he had an injury-riddled uh, season, to say the least. How much does the the agency work with uh, the Oilers in that scenario, Keith Gretzky in particular and Colin Jock, in terms of charting a path to get the most out of your client, Carter Savoy? Yeah, like first of all, I will say Carter's one of my favorite kids. The kid is just a really cool 
he's talented, he's cool, he's just got a really good personality. But a lot of times, and the Oilers have been great, Keith's been great. You know, until you get to pro, you don't really know what it is. But you can talk about it, you can, you know, plan for it. But until, you know, you get there and see it and live it, you don't know really what it is. How could you? And so I think Carter, it was a really good year for him last year. I think he learned a lot. I think he showed flashes of what he can be. And I know he's really motivated. So, um, yeah, the Oilers have been great. And, yeah, just sort of just watching him go and see what he can do. Uh, you got a lot of hooks in the Montreal Canadiens. you got Brendan Gallagher. you got Kirby Dock. Uh, and we mentioned Slavkovsky, of course, uh, in the past, Carey Price, uh, who's in a retirement stage in, uh, in his career right now. Specific to Kirby, uh, getting moved at a very young age to Chicago in a surprising move, uh, he, he had a pretty good campaign. Was there any advice you guys sort of geared or structured him to to, uh, to maybe get past what had happened in Chicago a little bit? Yeah, not too much. I mean, Kirby's a pretty good player, and he's a he's a really, really good young man. I mean, really, I think he just went in young, and, and, and Chicago was going through a transition. And obviously, when you're young and get to the NHL, you're going through a transition. So, you know, Kirby, I think, handled it really well. I think it was a good opportunity for him. You know, Chicago's in a going, kind of going in a different direction. And I think, you know, I think that Montreal was a perfect spot for him. So but he's another guy that just sort of hung in there and, you know, kept playing and the opportunity kind of came to him. And I think it was the perfect spot because he really enjoys Montreal. Jerry, you played in the Western League. The WHL has a Bantam draft. The OHL and the Q have midget drafts. Um, I think this year you probably, off the top of my head, I think you have the, did you have the third and fourth overall picks in the draft this year? In the yeah, WHL? that's correct. Yeah. Mathis Preston uh, and Keaton Verhoff. Preston's a forward. Verhoff's a six foot four right shot defenseman. Um, you know, do you, are there times where you think maybe that draft is too young? Or conversely, do you you know where, where's your headspace? I mean, you played the league yourself, so you, you've got a pretty good feel for it out west here. Where's your headspace at with that? Yeah, well, I think if I was a team, I'd probably rather have a guys a year older. But I think for the kids, I mean, you're going to get evaluated, you're going to be challenged, you're going to you know all those things are going to happen. So that happens to be when you're 14 in the west. It's just the way it is. It's always been that way. So just deal with it. You know, if I was a team, I might rather wait a year. But it, it's been historically this way, so I don't think they're changing it. And it works well. I, I really like the NHL draft, but I actually think the Bantam draft is probably the most fun time of the year for us because it's really the beginning of everything. And it's like they're great kids, and they, you know, it's the beginning of everything. So it's a, it's a pretty cool day. Do you guys have oh, – we're getting a couple texts coming in here on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, Jerry. Do you have uh, money managers that work with uh, you and Manny and Scott to assist the players in terms of managing their funds? Yeah, we do a little bit with Bank of Montreal. They've been great. Uh, they've been, you know, they, we work with lots of different people so the players can decide what they want to do, obviously. Yeah. But Bank of Montreal has been, you know, great brand, great people. They've been just super. So we have a bit of a relationship with them over the last little while. And uh, But players can do whatever they want. We just really watch it closely because at the end of the day, you just want to protect your money. You know, you don't have to make huge investments or anything like that. If you're successful, you just want to make sure 
that you're careful with it. So we keep an eye on that. We're and, sort of at a distance. And how difficult, uh, how difficult is it, we're getting another text coming in, to actually become an NHL agent? Is there a process that needs to take place? Do you have to, like, are there laws and torts that you have to follow? How does all that work? Well, it's kind of interesting. That's a good question. I mean, to get into the business, really just show up at a rink and hand out a business card, <laughs> you know, which God bless them. I, I did that one day you know, years ago. But at some point, to become a, a registered NHLPA agent, there is a process. It's pretty thorough, too. They check you out. They, they turn over all the rocks, and, and they're pretty thorough at it. So, you know, there's a, there is a two-step process. You can sort of be at the rink if you're dealing with real young players and be an agent. No one really asks questions. To be a registered agent, it's a little bit of a higher bar, um, and BPA does a pretty good job of that. All right, uh, the lead, the managers have been an eighty-three point five million dollar cap. Uh, the amount that the players of the league in escrow will be paid off during uh, the middle of this season, which means in theory, we should see at least a five percent bump in the cap next year, which would be I don't know four million bucks or so. It's about time. It's been a real battle here over the last three years, hasn't it? It's been really tough. We've sort of gotten used to it, but it's like being standing in the rain for years. We just get used to being wet, and that's going to be nice to have the sun come out of it and have teams. Because, you know, if you're a team, you want to keep your team together, obviously keep players that you like, and it's just hard if, if everybody's jammed up against the cap. So, you know, the cap going up, and then the idea that the cap's going to go up over time, I think will be really nice for everybody, players, teams, everybody. All right. Hey, Jerry, uh, enjoy your time in Nashville. Mix in a water or two. And one or two, not too many, not too many. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next Friday. I'll see you in Irma. Thanks, Bob. You bet. That is Jerry Johansson from the Sports Corporation. It is uh, one nineteen in Edmonton. What did he say? He said he felt bad for goalies because he was such a bad defenseman that he's uh, taking the. They've got thirteen goaltenders. 13 goaltenders under contract. Like, they've kind of cornered the market on that. It's 119 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott joining you in Oilers now. Reminder, you can always reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort and Casino excitement. Bet on it. You can also text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Got a bunch of texts that come in. You can get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. We just had Jerry Johansson for the Sports Corporation for Wilhawk Beef Jerky, the best you've ever tasted. Uh, search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Guests and Oilers now receive gift cards to Jack. Japanese Village, Edmonton's favorite, tap on the Aki Steak Restaurant. Book your celebration for the census at jvedmonton.ca. And here's where I tell you, uh, the NHL schedule is out. That's right, it's out. It's uh, I just retweeted it right now. The Oilers will start with a home-and-home home with the Vancouver. This is the regular season schedule. Uh, so, click here to find the full schedule. There it is right there. Of course, uh, pre-seat now. Uh, We will tell you that the weekend of the 15th, 16th, 17th, 18th, um, 18th is a Monday of September, that'll be the Oilers Rookie Tournament in Penton, which, by the way, we will be going to. Uh, Oilers preseason at home starts Sunday the 24th, uh, wraps up Friday, October 6th. Oh, yeah, no, there's five there. I was going to say, are they missing a game? Eight preseason games, and then Brendan, the Edmonton Oilers, have a home-and-home in the Vancouver Canucks. Wednesday, October 11th in Vancouver. And then Saturday, October 14th, uh, at home to Vancouver. And then we've got a two-game road trip. We're going into Nashville in early October. Geez, that's not going to be any fun. A Monday night in Nashville. What's a guy going to do? 
And for the record, the draft, not having, uh, I'm not even sure the Oilers are going to end up having that second round pick in this year's draft. They might just punt it forward. That's what I might consider doing for more collateral for uh, next trade deadline. Uh, but the Oilers go to Nashville and Philly. Of course, on the 29th of October, we had Stu McDonald on the show last week. That is the Heritage Classic. You've seen the schedule now? Very light schedule for October, eh, Brendan? Real light. Yeah, well, take advantage while you get the opportunity to. We've seen kind of contrasting starts for the Oilers in the last two seasons, and ultimately the uh, hotter start earned them a deeper run in the playoffs. So, yeah, Brandon, I'm going to do this to you because we've had a couple texts bring this up over the last couple days. When do the Edmonton Oilers play the uh, Calgary Flames again at uh, Commonwealth Stadium? Uh, October 29th. Is that the next time we're going to see a team from Edmonton win at Commonwealth Stadium? <laughs> Boy, uh, uh, if you asked me this three weeks ago, I would have said no chance. No chance, but I don't oh, know. No. Here's well, what's going to happen. Ask me after Friday. Uh, and AJ Jakovic's buddies might be listening, so I better be careful. The, the Elks, when will they play Ottawa? Friday? Yeah. They're winning that game. How's Ottawa doing this year? They're winless as well. I think they've lost 12 in a row at home. Okay. So I'm going to take the Elks to beat Ottawa in Ottawa on Friday. So you won't have such, because it's got to be, you know, it's funny with Ottawa, Brendan, because the first Grey Cup I really watched was the 73 Grey Cup. And I was seven. And Tom Wilkinson, in the first quarter of that game, they had a guy named Wayne Smith. The Rough Riders uh, D-line was called Capital Punishment. Tom Wilkinson got clubbed about three seconds after he made a pass in the back of the head in the ear hole by Wayne Smith. I'm like, come on. Like, it, today? Like, if you hit a quarter, Brendan, if you uh, if you punch a goal to, or a, uh, a quarterback three seconds after he's passed the ball away today, what is that? Is, do you get, can you get kicked out of the game, or is it just, uh, is there an actual, I'm not talking about a 15-yard unnecessary roughness penalty. Like, can you get tossed for the game if you purposely try to injure a player? I, yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, I'm going to show you this at 2 o'clock, okay, okay, when we're done today. So, I'm calling the Elks to beat the, uh, what, are they, what are they called, the Red Blacks? Yes. You think I might be right? You think I might be wrong? What do you think? I think you think they got to pull, they got to get the win here at some point. I mean, I can't guarantee anything. They're on their third string quarterback right now. So I, I yeah, I don't really know what you want me to say. I guess we'll find out Friday. Yeah, well, I'm, I guess I'm the internal optimist. All right, the Edmonton Oilers, Ken Holland saying, look, we're in the win now mode. The Oilers, I think you'll see a team, unless something falls in their lap, they're going to make some smaller moves. There's been a little bit of an issue in terms of trying to get Clean Costin signed. He does have the KHL card to play, though, given the current geopolitical political situation between Russia and Ukraine. I might want to avoid that, not playing that league. Uh, we'll see what happens with Costin. He's obviously got a lot of fans, but it takes two to tango here. Brennan, we brought up with Louis DeBrus last week, 1.5 million times two years on Clem Costin. And I don't think they'd take that. I don't think his camp would do that. Like, well, it's, it seems like he's thinking two or more, so that's a pretty significant gap. And, you know, as Holland said, he can't really have everybody back, so. Yeah, it'll be interesting. All right, uh, we have Al May coming up. Uh, Uncle Milt from Brent Ridge Ford will tell you advertising on orders now works. The phone's been ringing off the hook at Brent Ridge Ford, but they're still in need of 
more quality used vehicles, excuse me, and they're prepared to pay top dollars for trade-ins or outright purchases. Remember, there's a reason Brent Ridge Ford is a 12-time President's Award winner for customer satisfaction. If you want fair treatment during every aspect of your vehicle purchase and ownership, you can reach out to Johnny, Rich, Uncle Milt, and the team at Brent Ridge Ford. That's 780-352-6048. If you want a guy that's going to come on the air and say nothing, you're not going to want to hear our next guest because he brings it and he doesn't always say what some people want to hear. Al May coming up. Washington Capitals, former player and broadcaster, local product after Global News Weather Traffic Update. Randy Kilburn.